Fishby, is it safe to assume that that baseline means the show has started? It's official. Okay, all right. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl, everyone. Tonight, the number one thing you can do to save the turtles. What do crackers really think? And am I still juuling like an idiot? My name is Bob. That's the before-mentioned Fish B over there on the legendary bass guitar. He really is quite something. Before we get to question one, I'd like to begin with a random story for no reason other than I feel like I'm in the mood to present a random story. You know those local businesses in town that still have the old-school reader boards and every day they change them to a new uplifting phrase or something quirky or something, some, some pun, you know? Like, uh, like, today's a good day to have a good day. That kind of inspiration. Today, I drove by this local joint here in Spokangelis, and the sign said, I'm not fat, I'm precious, and these are airbags. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no more, there's no more jokes there. Just, just go to question one, Fisherby. I just thought it was weird. Just go to question one. As a cracker, is that where, okay, as a cracker, why do, because that's how you say it, as a cracker, why do 70% of white men like Trump? Well, I've been, as I've recently learned, uh, unfortunately, I am a white man and not an African American, even though Africa is the cradle of civilization, hence making us all African Americans, but whatever, your rules, not mine. Why do 70% of white men like Trump? I've given this some thought, and, and I'm going to break down white guys this way. A third of these Trump supporters, uh, they're just douchebags. They, they are the before-mentioned deplorables. They're just douchebags. A third are rich. They're Wall Street Journal Republicans. 401k is looking good. Stock market's all right. Recession, eh. Trade war, eh. Still, they're never voting for a Democrat no matter what. That's a third of them. And then the other third, I think just like the bull in the china shop. Like, they hate Washington, D.C. They hate politics so much. They think politicians don't do anything that actually affects actual people's lives. Therefore, who cares? Run the circus. Run the shit show. The more Donald goes crazy, the more they love him. They consume it like they're consuming professional wrestling. Are you still juuling like an idiot? I take this question seriously. Am I still now, Julie? This is this is the vaporizer. Vaporizers haven't been on the market for that long. Already, lung infections being reported all over the country. At least six people have died, not specifically from Juul or because of Juul, but similar related products. Right? Um, I finally decided yesterday that I had had enough. I, I was finito, so I am no longer juuling. Now I just change you nicotine gum, which if you have to get nicotine, is probably the safest way. But you would be so proud of me. I am working so hard to get healthy for the upcoming special K ketamine therapy for my bipolar disorder. But since the beginning of the summer, like, like every day my five surgery spines been up to it, I've been taking my basketball for a two-mile walk 
Then I've been getting on the exercise bike, was going up for a minute every day for a while till I hit an hour, was doing six days a week. At the beginning of the summer, I was six foot four, 227 pounds. As of today, I am five foot 10, 207 pounds. I didn't actually lose the height, but it's funny to say, but, but the weight is for real. So I used to be like this skinny guy with a gut. I kind of looked, the way I described it before was I, I looked like a potato had halfway swallowed Kevin Durant was kind of how my physique looks. Just, just put, put four toothpicks in a potato and you kind of had my physique. But uh, uh, the, uh, the baby gut, the beer gut, the whatever you want to call it, I'm not fat, I'm precious and it's an airbag. Uh, it, uh, it's almost gone. So, uh, the health, the health that is improving and I am no longer jeweling like an idiot and I'm proud to say that. Plus, you know who Jewel's number one compensated endorser is? I mean, this should have, this should have teed me off from the start. This should have clued me in when I learned this. But Sean Hannity, yes, that's right, that Sean Hannity, the penis dressed in a manatee suit, dressed in a Sean Hannity suit, dressed in an actual suit. Yes, that Sean Hannity. Uh, he makes a lot of money encouraging everyone he knows because he used to smoke cigars. Sometimes he'd even inhale. But now he just smokes Jewel and doesn't have to worry about the smell on his hands, his clothes, his breath. That's, uh, that's how his uh, endorsements go. So no, I'm not Jeweling in your face, Hannity. There's so many potential angles. What's the most likely lane of President Trump impeachment? I'm not sure with Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House and as we get day by day closer to the 2020 presidential election, I'm not sure, regretfully, there ever will be an impeachment because it seems to me this president has certainly, certainly risen to the level of a guy who deserves the debate of impeachment, at least in the House. But I had, I had never heard of this as a specific impeachment charge till I saw Congressman of California, Eric Swalwell. He was running for president for a minute. He's like always on the TV. But the other day he brought up this. Obstruction of Congress is an impeachable offense. And I'm not sure how any sane person can argue that the Trump administration has not been obstructing congressional inquiries, without a doubt. But the story that started happening yesterday and evolved a little more today, I don't want to go into it too deeply, but this started with Mike Pence going to Ireland and staying on the wrong side of Ireland, allegedly for his family, but really for the Trump resort. New York Times had this headline today. Trump Org, the, the Trump organization, the, the business, Trump Org had deal with airport that sent military crews to his Scotland resort. Follow that story. Does Fish B play slap bass? I don't know, Fish B. Do ya? Sounds to me like Fish B plays slap bass. Plays a five-string fretless, just like Les Claypool of Primus, world's greatest bass player. Even Fish B can dream. Is there a question? Oh, here it is. 
And as the podcast king of Spokangelus, yes, thank you very much, does weed and whiskey with Spokane Comics, Casey Strain and Josh Tiford have a shot at the crown? Uh, I, I'm not familiar with either of these people, Casey Strain or Josh Tiford. I have never heard of their podcast, Weed and Whiskey, but I'll go listen to it, and and if it's better than this one, and they're doing it five nights a week, which I bet they're not. They probably do it once a week, or is it bi-weekly? But if they're doing it five nights a week, or once a week, and it's five times better than this one, I will, will proclaim them princes of Spokangelus podcasting. So congratulations in advance to Spokane Comics, Casey Strait, and Josh Tiefer. You know what I should... I should go on their show because I like whiskey. I like weed. I'll do it on a Wednesday. I'll make it a three W a day, and uh, and then uh, and, and then and then I'll go on their podcast uh, uh, to promote uh, my podcast since I just promoted their podcast. What a weird question! Oh, I know what that music means. I know what that music means. That means it's time for Sharpie Gate. Yes, Sharpie Gate. But as far as I'm concerned, Sharpie Gate is over, at least for the day. Every day there's a different gate in the White House. Today it was John Bolton Gate. Was he fired? Did he resign? The National Security Advisor, is it because he was so upset with Trump inviting the Taliban to Camp David? Or is it because he just wants to bomb every country that's not the United States of America? What went wrong with Trump and Bolton? It's Bolton Gate. What's the next book you'll read? What, what is, yes, I'm currently reading The Hill to Die On, The Battle for Congress and the Future of Trump's America. That's a real barn burner. The next book I'll read, it just came out today. I will gladly plug this. I haven't met her yet, but I predict in a future world we're future friends. But Barry Weiss, the brilliant op-ed writer from New York Times, lover, uh, she is frequently, on about as frequently as anybody, about three, four times a year, on Real Time with Bill Maher. But her book, How to Fight Anti-Semitism, is out today. She's brilliant, and I cannot wait to read it. Way to go, Barry Weiss! If I want to save the turtles, what should I do with my plastic bottle caps? So th th this is a big concern. None of us want to throw away our plastic. We all see the plastic in the ocean. We don't want to kill turtles. We don't want to kill marine life. So today, while I was FaceTiming my daughter, Chanel, she's 16, I asked her what to do with my bottle caps, and she said, in all seriousness, swallow them. It's not good for you, and this is not a doctor's recommendation. I'm not saying you should do this. Don't try this at home. But my daughter's recommendation, courtesy of Daddy Chanel, represent Winter Park, Florida, what, what? Uh, she, uh, she says swallow them because it won't, it won't kill us, but it will kill a turtle. So, so next time you're, you're stranded, you want to you're in Mexico and you want to recycle and you can't. Uh, just, just eat your plastic yourself, and uh, uh, maybe you'll grow gills. Yo, it's me, Fish B. What up, Fish B? Since you're so lonely and pathetic, that's not a nice way to start a start a thing. Come on, Fish B. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Right, right, right. Since you're so lonely and pathetic. Why don't you get an emotional support animal? 
Well, I, I can't get an emotional support animal because I live in my mom's dungeon and my mom and my dad are allergic to animals, so I can't have one. Plus, it's... I don't know where I'm going to be living from, from one week to one month to definitely one year to the next. This is not a... A responsible pet owner would not acquire a new pet at this stage of my life, so I can't have an emotional support animal. That said, I do have an emotional support... Uh, almost said husband. Almost said I have an emotional support husband. I'm an emotional support... I'm going to start calling him that from now on. Uh, I have an emotional support human slash husband. It's, it's my good friend, Doug, and we have aspirations of, of going to play pickleball soon yes that's right apparently it's played in doubles so we're gonna go play pickleball and he's agreed to go to yoga with me my emotional support husband my good friend doug have you heard back from the law firm yet no, but I mean, it's too early to hear back from the shady Saskatoon, Saskatchewan law firm that acquired bobsfishbowl.com and made it bobsfishbowllawoffices at hotmail.com. They only have a P.O. box. Because here's the thing when mail gets to Canada, and a lot of people don't realize this, and it's why it's so expensive to ship things into Canada, even though it's still North America, is as soon as you cross the Canadian border, that terrain gets so rough and so almost impossible for human beings or machines to cross that all the mail gets on the back of a mule and is then delivered throughout Canada. A lot of people don't, so it's too soon to hear back from the shady Saskatoon, Saskatchewan law firm that purchased bobsfishbowl.com. What's the saddest show on TV? What's the, what's the saddest show on TV? Is it? I don't watch it, but, but isn't the answer like like NBC has, has has this is us and isn't that like 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 cry like Kleenex porn or, or something people call it? I don't. The saddest show on TV to me, and it's one of my favorite shows. It's the cartoon on Cartoon Network. Where else would it be? But Teen Titans, man, I love me some Teen Titans. Me and my son watch it all the time. He's nine, but when Isaiah the Tiny Player's not here. I couldn't watch three minutes of that without starting to bawl my eyes out. So for me, Teen Titans is the saddest show on TV. Hey, Virgo, you got a date for your birthday yet? Oh, yeah, I got, I got a birthday coming up next week sometime. It's, it's, it's the 18th, I think. Uh, a date for my birthday? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do dates any day. I don't, I don't need a date. I have an emotional support husband. What would I, what would I possibly do with a date if I, if I didn't have an emotional support husband in the form of uh, my good friend Doug? And uh, oh, I hear that music. I hear that music. That means it's time for Isaiah the Tiny Player. Just mentioned the Teen Titans fan. He gets the last question as our executive producer, as always. And tonight, Isaiah writes, How powerful was the asteroid 
that killed the dinosaurs. How, hold on, let me, uh, let me, I'm definitely not grabbing my phone and Googling it. How powerful, well, according to, uh, to a, a, a new uh, a paper put out by a scientist from the University of Texas, Austin, the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs had a power of 10 billion atomic bombs. Well, no wonder it took out the dinosaurs. It hit the Earth and it had the power of 10 billion atomic bombs? Like this has happened to Earth before and it could happen to Earth again? Man. All right, Isaiah, there's your answer. 10 billion times an atomic bomb. And now, time for a little something. Uh, it used to be the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego. Now we're simply calling it the very graceful finale. There's a monkey on the loose in Santa Fe, Texas. I repeat, there's a monkey on the loose in Santa Fe, Texas. Apple's latest iPhone has a triple camera something or other. There's a new Apple credit card and the new Apple iPad and Apple, their new streaming service. They got a big new show called C with international heartthrob Jason Momoa. He's Dorthrakian and you can get it for just $4.99. I believe it starts in November. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are doing Playboy. Probably more on the Kylie Jenner's side, but uh, fine by me. Stephanie Rule of MSNBC has a new podcast called Modern Rules. Welcome to the club, Stephanie. Hurricane Dorian made a hundred foot wave in Canada. Imagine how many male mules that thing must have taken out. Bill O'Reilly is 70. Oh, he's a Virgo too. What is Does that prove that God has been dead for at least 71 years? That Bill O'Reilly is 70? David Lee Roth, you want to jump, is, uh, is doing a mini residence in Vegas at uh, my favorite resort, the Mandalay Bay. I believe a mini, a mini residence? You either do a residence or you don't. A mini residence, that's a concert series. He's doing a concert series. This is not a mini residence. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s watch yesterday. Some someone told me 350,000. It was only 189,000. My bad. And last night, the most heartwarming thing I saw. But at the Boston Red Sox, who have already limited themselves from playoff contention, we're not talking about balls and strikes. We're talking about before the game. Who threw out the honorary first pitch? back from unfortunately being shot accidentally in the Dominican Republic. David Ortiz, big poppy after a bunch of surgeries. Last night he was out there. He was looking himself. He was all smiles. He's been through a hell of a lot. His family's been through a hell of a lot. But to see David Ortiz out there smiling, happy, healthy, warms the cockles like Vicodin and Coco. And uh, that's the finale. I am tired. As always, assuming we don't die in our sleep, there's a very good chance we have the best of intentions of uh, doing a show tomorrow. Also, I'm told I'm on social media. You can find me at Bob Van Dyne. It's an Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, more importantly, uh, Fish B is far more active. Twitter at Bob's Fishbowl. Say goodnight, Tongaleo! Uh, uh, uh.